Hi, and welcome to the Stacey Embers podcast. I'm a recovered alcoholic, sex and love addict, and codependent, and I basically used everything that I possibly could to not feel and to numb, and I self-abandoned my entire life. Today, I am a bit obsessed with living an intentional, discerning, really awake life where I am connected to myself every single day. I do this with a series of things, a spiritual surgery, connecting with myself every day, and understanding what my truest path is and being courageous enough to listen to the callings of my soul and walk my most intentional path. I am so compelled to share my stories with you and give you actionable tools that you can use to live an intentional life, do that spiritual surgery, clean out your side of the street, and live your most intentional life. Today, I'm going to be talking about the ramifications, the consequences of building a really intentional life and moving forward. I say that tongue in cheek because there are some things that I dealt with recently because I built a really awake and intentional life. I was married before. And there was a lot of codependence in that relationship. I fell all over myself. I was really codependent in the ways that I didn't know who I was. And I just allowed that relationship to form me. I was in my early 20s and I didn't know how to choose. I didn't know how to choose love. I didn't know how to be intentional or awake in this life. And so I just fell all over myself. I wasn't consciously awake and choosing to be everywhere that I was. I just thought this is the next step and this is what you're supposed to do. This is the next step and this is what you're supposed to do. And So I got married, and by the grace of a power greater than myself, we were able to form a really beautiful love. It wasn't at first. Our foundation was atrocious, (laughs) Um, a lot of enabling, a lot of codependency on my part, and it was not a healthy foundation. I was in the throes of my alcoholism, and I got sober a year before we got married. And by the grace of God, after I got sober, I really awoke enough to create a relationship with him that was choosing love. But it was at a at a level that only I could be at that time. And then years went by and that relationship and the foundation that it was built on really reared its ugly head. It really all of the pieces 
that were that we thought were solid wasn't solid and we quote unquote loved each other so much the interesting thing about love is it's not what i practice as love today we just kept saying how much we loved each other but there was a lot missing like respect and value and boundaries and we were so kind to each other there was a lot of enabling and it all just didn't work out and so it was really painful obviously because we were so kind to each other and we did care about each other and we still do today but it was um not awake fully so fast forward several years and i choose a partner i consciously and intentionally choose a partner and i started to choose to spend more time with this person and choose to be really intentional and choose to be really discerning about this person i watched everything i'm I, I got a lot of information that I would make and then I would continue to choose a little bit more. And then I chose love with him. And it was empowering, you know, so much so that, interestingly enough, the universe and our spirit guides and our angels and all of these wonderful beings around us would send us these signs that things were lining up for us and these beautiful connections and these wonderful serendipitous moments of of just lining up and really special things and i remember getting really mad because i wanted to choose myself i was like universe you stop choosing this for me i want to choose myself and i remember talking to my therapist about it and she said you are choosing you are choosing and really encouraging me and i was just like kind of mad that i felt like it was being chosen for me but in fact it was just you know our spirit guides and our all of these things just giving us nods of approval right so you know we have been together for gosh not quite two years and we're talking about engagements and I was getting really excited. And then I started having these dreams of him cheating on me. And it was so, so like hard to wrap my mind around. Like, I'm like, why do I keep having these dreams of him cheating on me? He's never given me a single reason to, to think that he's gonna cheat on me. And so, you know, we all have patterns and, you know, um, he, I was like, you, he, so whenever we met, he was seeing someone, but I, they were, you know, it was very new. They'd started, you know, seeing each other a couple of weeks. It wasn't, um, serious or they hadn't committed to each other. So he and I started talking and then he cut it off with her. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, he might do that to me. Well, of course he might. Anything can happen. 
and we're both sober alcoholics. We could drink, we could cheat. Anybody can do anything at any time. Right. So I'm like going, I'm freaking out. Like I don't have control over this. So I start completely spinning out, completely spinning out of control. Like I am terrified of not so much the engagement, but like of the commitment of marriage, right? Like, cause I'm like, so I start completely spinning and I start getting resentful at love. And I'm not worried that I'm going to lose him or lose me, but I'm thinking, what if love fails me again? What if love completely fails me again? So I started, I asked Adam, I, you know, I said, we've got to talk about this. I keep having this dream and I, I really need to, you know, to sort this stuff out. And so I started with asking him if we could talk about that. He, um, I was like, you know, he's so wonderful. Cause I'm like, this is not your stuff. This is my stuff. But can we please talk about if you have a pattern or, um, kind of this, that you were, you were talking to someone, you were spending time with somebody and then you started spending time with me, you know, is that going to happen again? Yada, yada. Do you have a pattern? And then it dawned on me, this is just a symptom of the bigger problem. Cause I truly in my gut, when I go into my knowing place, I think I don't have any real worries about him cheating on me. There's a, there's a bigger issue here. And then I got really emotional about the thought of it falling apart. Cause I'm thinking to myself, I had a real love in my first marriage. Right. And it was really wonderful until it wasn't. And that crushed me. It crushed me. And going through a divorce, it is just unbelievably crushing. And I thought, I don't have it in me to do this again. I think to myself, what if it doesn't work out? What is, what if love fails me again? Well, then I start thinking, wait a minute, I choose love. So what is love exactly? Because I started to feel like it was this entity. It was this ball of energy that had control over me. That love, like I was powerless over love. And then I thought, no, if I choose love and I continue to say that I am intentional and I choose love, then it doesn't have control over me. I will have done something to start breaking down love. I will have stopped communicating. I will stop being vulnerable. I would have stopped doing something that creates this love that I choose because I believe that love is an action. Love is an action. What is love? Well, for love for me is communication and vulnerability and connecting soul to soul and talking through things. That is love for me. I continue to choose. Love is an action. Okay. So then I think, well, love is an action. Okay. So love is also when I get really judgmental and I'm able to talk about it and move through it and wonder why I'm judgmental. That's action for me. That's love for me. Okay. So then I'm thinking love doesn't have me at all. Love doesn't control me. I choose it. And then I think to myself, 
It is a courageous act to choose anything and do anything knowing it could fall apart. Knowing that one day one of us might stop communicating, one of us might stop being vulnerable, but I have to take responsibility in that and say, hey, partner, we aren't being vulnerable with each other right now. Let's talk about that. It is courageous to step forward and to take action, intentional, grounded, discerning action and have no idea how it's going to turn out, even when you may have done it before and it didn't work out. It is so courageous. I feel courageous today because I am choosing love. I continue to choose love and I'm committing to love knowing that I don't know the outcome, which is really scary for me because I love to know the outcome. I love to know and to feel like I have control over the outcome. Well, I don't. I don't have any control over any outcomes whatsoever at all. Zero zilch. The only thing that I have control over is really thoughtful action, getting information, checking in with myself. How does this feel? What do I want? What is my truest path? What is authentic to me? And step forward, do the next right thing, go towards whatever it is that I'm looking for or that feels right to me or is aligned with me and let go of the outcome. That's courageous. I feel courageous today. I am empowered by myself because I feel powerful. And it's so interesting because now I really shifted my view of love. Where I was resentful and scared of it before, now it's like, I've got you. I have you by the balls, baby. I choose you. I am in charge of my actions, my thoughts, my steps. And my partner's in charge of his. And I don't know, you know, we I would I I would never want him to say, I'm never gonna drink again, or I'm never gonna cheat on you, or I'm never gonna never gonna do this, this and that, I'm never gonna this, never gonna that, because that is dishonest. I don't want that. I want you to say, today I choose to be vulnerable with you, and today I choose to be honest with you, and today I choose love with you. Today I choose this relationship with you, and I intend to do it tomorrow, (laughs) but we can't guarantee anything, and I think that that's really courageous, and I think it's particularly courageous when there is fear there. When we look backwards and we say, gosh, that didn't work out the first time, but I'm sure as hell going to try it again. So I enjoy choosing love. I enjoy being really intentional. And there, like I said, there is risk. Because when you are awake, when you are awake in this life and you're conscious, right, then you have to deal with reality. You have to deal with things being really clear and you have to really choose. If we are sleepy and we're just 
walking through life in a fog, then we don't have to be courageous and we don't have to choose and we don't have to be really intentional. And we just kind of bury our head in the sand and say, oh gosh, oh gosh, there it is. Oh, I'm just going to go over here. I'm going to go over there. I'm not really choosing. I'm not really intentional. And I don't really know what I want. I'm not just blah, 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 blah. But when we are awake and we are choosing and we are looking it in the eyes and we're saying, I see you, then there's a risk. It's worth it because we're awake and we can juke and jive, right? If it comes to us, we're going to be awake and we're going to deal with it. We're going to be vulnerable. We're going to be honest. We're going to be intentional. We're going to be, we're going to see if it's aligned. I mean, all the things, right? So I encourage you today as awake as you are and as you're becoming more awake, every single day, more conscious in this life, right? Because you're listening to me right now and your soul is saying, yes, 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 I love being more awake. This is amazing. And you have fear about what might happen or could happen. Please connect with yourself. Go back into yourself and say, you know what? You are, you've got it. You know what to do. You have all the tools right here because in that moment, if that ever comes, whatever narrative stuff that you're thinking in your head in that moment if something ever comes that is hard you are awake and you know exactly how to deal with it you have everything that you need right now inside of you to move through it and stay on your absolute most authentic path you have it in you right now it, it is in you. You are breathing it. It is, it is everywhere inside of you. You have to stay awake and conscious and choosing and intentional and connecting back to yourself continuously and do the reps and do the reps of connecting back to yourself so it's easy. So that way when, because it will happen, it's coming. I don't know when, but it's coming. It's going to get uncomfortable. It's going to get hard. You're going to be challenged. You will know exactly what you need to do to go back to yourself and stay like right, straight, and narrow because you're awake. Check you out. You are awake, my friend. And if you want to learn more about how to be awake in this life, um, I've got a Wild Embers course that I'll be relaunching here very soon. You can uh, join the uh, wait list, and there's a link under this podcast. And it is a place, a safe place to do soul detoxes, to practice your alignment, to practice going into yourself and so much, so much soul alignment and getting really, really clear of who you are, what you want and making intentional choices and to be awake to walk your most truest, authentic path. If you know someone that you think would benefit from this podcast, please share it with them and subscribe on Apple Podcast and Spotify so you can get this podcast straight to your phone and you don't have to go looking for it every week. So I love you. Enjoy.